0: igniting
1: inspiring and evoking the fire within but for one glorious minute uh, I was able to go play trains and people throw money at me or they'd give me business cards or they would invite me to you know record projects with them and it was a, it was a very uh, warm intriguing introduction to New York and like the musical underground a holiday in town. You're listening to the What's Your Inspiration Podcast with Fox Byer. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the What's Your Inspiration Podcast. Today, uh, a friend for a couple of years now, a, a colleague, cohort of my brother Billy over at Fitness Together in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. He is a fitness enthusiast, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and student of
0: life. He is Mr. Nick Ali, Nick, how are you today? I'm doing great, Fox. How are you, my friend?
1: Better than I certainly deserve at this point in my life. <laughs> so, so yes, yes. Listen, Nick, we all we all knew that knew that you were you were you were born some time ago, um, but you have this last name A L I. That's right. And there's a, a, a man he's dutifully departed as of a couple of years ago, uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, How many times, let's say, per week do people mispronounce your name? Your last name, I should say. So, I
0: I would say that every single time somebody sees my last name and calls me Mr. Ali, it's always Ali, never Ali. I think I could count on one hand how many times somebody's actually pronounced my name correctly without me having to correct them. So, I've just, you know, it's just, it is what it is at this point. I'm used to it, especially growing up in school um, teachers would always say, actually, it's funny, so, you know, I'm sure that when you get your class list, and you can answer this being a teacher, right, <laughs> I'm sure it's last name first, and then first name, right, last name, comma, first name, so I would actually be called a lot of times, um, Allie Nicholas, they would think that my first name is Allie, and my last name is Nicholas, so I'm like, no, it's, you know, it's Nicholas Alley. Like, you, you should see that. You should know that by now, going through this a million times, right? Yes. But, yeah, so it's, it's always a common uh, mistake, but I've, I've learned to just roll with it. It is what it is.
1: I guess, I guess you, kind of, you kind of have to. Now, going back to what you said previously, you can count on one hand how many times someone has said it
0: correctly the first time. When was the last time that that happened? Um, actually, it was a couple weeks ago to be honest with you i was on uh, I was on a call with somebody and I think I was getting insurance quotes or something and, and they actually called me mr Alley. I said "Wow, all right i 'm going to do business with you because you said <laughs> my name
1: correctly <laughs>
0: you you are you were in the wind
1: wind column right away exactly right away it was an insurance sale. sales said uh, that's pretty interesting um, uh, i'm guilty people I am guilty of 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 calling him." Uh, the former Muhammad Ali uh, last last week, and it wasn't until last week that I knew it was Ali. So, I humbly apologize for my transgressions.
0: It's quite all right. All is forgiven.
1: Always forgiven. So it's Nick Ali here on episode forty-three of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Now, you are a not first and foremost, but one of the things you are is as a, as a fitness enthusiast, and. You and your wife had a, ch- a child in October. Uh, November. November. November seventeenth. So November the seventeenth. So, as a fitness enthusiast, how have you had to adjust your training and nutrition, um, and if no, at all?
0: Yeah, that that is an excellent question. So, I, leading up to the birth of my daughter, all throughout my wife's pregnancy, I told myself, okay, I'm going to stick to my plan. I'm going to continue to eat right. I'm going to continue to exercise as normally as I do. Um, I know going into this, that sleep is going to be an issue, but I'm just going to pull myself together and just, you know, do what I need to do. And that was not the case at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, the sleep was definitely tough. Um, you know, I had a lot of clients tell me, you look like a zombie, are you okay? Maybe you should try to take a nap. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll be all right. But um it was very easy to kind of fall off the wagon and not work out as frequently as I should and, you know, there were definitely quite a few times throughout the week where my wife would be like, "Ah, let's just order a pizza. I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like dishes. And I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) In the past, i would be like, no, you know, let's, let's stick to our normal plan. But kids definitely uh, throw you for a loop. And, you know, you learn to just roll with the punches sometimes. And, you know, there's a there's an old adage that's pretty funny to me. It says, when man plans, God laughs. And it's very true because, first of all, this pregnancy was, um, you know, it was a surprise. Um, we're very blessed and, you know, very grateful for everything. But, you know, the the whole just, just approach on life has completely changed, you know. And it's just, I'm, I'm very much like to be in control of things. And now, being a parent, I'm just like, okay, I'm in control of absolutely nothing in my life anymore, so I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> it's like the old Rocky movie.
1: There, there are three of them out there. What do I do? Just try to hit the one in the middle. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like... It's kind of like that. Um, you know, from you talking, I love what you said when man planned, man plans, God laughs. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard that before, but if I can have permission again, I'd like to use that at some point. Yes. A couple of feel fees. free.
0: I wish I could take credit for it.
1: I can't. I don't know who said it first. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of life is like that. What yeah. are you going to do when the, when the unexpected sort of, sort of happens? So let's, let's continue with this. Speak to, to this, referencing life, nutrition, fitness. Um, Peak performance isn't about focusing, it's about refocusing. Mm. First of all, do you agree with that? And then run with it a little bit for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I totally agree with that. You know, I mean, you know, just from personal experience, my own training and nutrition has evolved as I have evolved throughout the years, you know. So, um, you know, I even look at the way I train my clients and going back to when I first started to, you know what I do now is completely different. And as a matter of fact, um, I was just going through some client files not that long ago. And I was looking at some, some, um, training logs from people. And I was looking at the programs that, you know, I designed That I'm looking at this like, wow, this is shit. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> like I would never do that now. But, um, you know, you, you learn as you go and you also, I feel as though, you know, certain priorities tend to shift. Um, You know, we also just, you know, just being a constant student and just constantly learning and and dealing with people, you know, you you learn how to make adjustments, whereas in in the past I would be a little bit more rigid, like, this is what I had planned, so this is what we're going to do, whereas now I'm much more open to be like, okay, well, you know, let's Let's try to figure out what's really going on here and let's see how we can resolve this issue as opposed to, you know, just try to push through it or just try to put a bandaid on it, you know. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, diet, too. Um, Like I was saying before, you know, everything went to hell when the baby was born. yeah, we were ordering pizza a couple nights a week. i talking about your, your, your fitness now, as far as it going to hell. I don't, I don't think your, li- your life didn't... Let's
1: just be clear. Your life didn't go to hell. I think your, your fitness may have taken yeah, a little yeah. bit of a dive. Exactly. So if exactly. anybody picks the podcast up at this point, this is what we're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> Thank you for reiterating that. Yes, Gabby, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, um, you you just... You, you have to be flexible, you know, and it's like... Uh, there's another famous quote where I think it might have been Bruce Lee where he says, you know, the the stiffest trees will always break, whereas the ones that flow with the wind will forever stand There's something along those lines. And it's it's so true. You know, I mean, you, you have to be willing to just make adjustments, you know, and even like with working out, for example, um, you know, some days you just don't have it. You know, like you, you go to the gym and you're like, you know what, I'm really not feeling it today. My my back's bothering me. My neck is stiff. Um, so, you know, rather than trying to, you know, deadlift 400 pounds, let's just do our warm up. you know, let's just go through the motions and let's see what feels good. And, and maybe we do a little bit more than we thought we'd be able to, and, and maybe we don't, but that's okay. You know, and it's, that's, that's really what I'm learning up until this point in my life is just the fact that you have to be flexible and be able to just roll with the punches and just readjust constantly. You know what I mean? It's like, um... I was reading somewhere where it was like if you make a two degree or even a one degree shift in a change of direction, right now it doesn't seem like a big deal, but as you continue down that path, the end result is going to be completely different than that two degree shift prior to that. You know, so I think that is huge and, you know, it's something to keep in mind. You know, we make these small little incremental changes and they lead up to big results.
1: Yeah, so the long game, right? You're exactly. thinking the long game um, in terms of, like you said before, you're you're working out in your back's right you. If you try to be a hero in that moment, then the long game is you're going to be on the shelf for a while. Absolutely. But if you take a step back and say, hey, I'm going to lose the battle to win the war uh, long term— uh, you, you might yield, yield more results. You're going to yield more results down the road because you, you didn't try to be a hero in that moment. So it makes sense. A lot of what I hear from you is, is, a, is a growth mindset. And a student of life, for, for darn sure, for you, you're constantly trying to learn. I think fitness, inherently, as you get older and your body changes... You know you your your diets going to change mm-hmm. your workout is going to change obviously with a child your sleep patterns are going to change and each uh, change that you make whether it's in your workout your diet or your sleep is going to affect the others absolutely so so yeah it, it's it I feel, I mean, I, I know, and, and you're a great example of Of this is why you need to have a growth mindset uh, in life and be a student of life because things aren't always going to be, aren't going to be the same all the time. Right, just absolutely,
0: not. absolutely. They're just not. You See, know, and, and I am happy to say that, you know, I definitely am more back on track now like that was where I was the first couple months my daughter had a lot of gas issues and she was up every like two hours that was it was rough but you know we managed to get through it and now that I feel like I have a little bit more normal in my life I'm back to you know exercising the way that I used to um, and you know eating definitely much cleaner than w- where we were two months ago so it's and it feels good you know it feels good to be back in this good place you know because your diet plays such a major role on everything, including your mindset. You know I mean? If it's so easy to like go to that comfort food, like, ah, oh, let's just, let's have some pizza or cheeseburger or ice cream, whatever. And you get that temporary satisfaction, but you feel the guilt and the shame afterwards, right? And we've all been there before and, me your day <laughs> <laughs> But when you're eating clean, though, like, you have so much more energy. You're so much more focused. You feel so much better. Like, it, it, you are what you eat. It's so true, you know. And, and I just try to, wherever I go, tell that to people and help them to realize that because, you know, when you're feeling stressed out, like, don't go and don't give in to temptation, you know. Stay on the path and you'll feel so much better. You'll perform better and you'll just be better in every way. Amen. Like my dad says, don't make a bad situation worse. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and boy, diet
1: does 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 really do that. Going for that comfort food, I am uh, the poster boy for that at times. <laughs> at times. But uh, I digress. It's about you. It's not about me. Um, we've we've covered a lot. Um, In a a very short period of time, we're going to go into a game called What, Which, and Where. Uh, Nick, if you haven't listened to the podcast, I understand you're a busy man. Uh, This game, uh, I'm going to give you maybe a quote from a book, a movie, or somebody that you uh, may know of very, very well. And I want you to tell me from where it came. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. I like like that. With confidence and conviction. (laughs) Nick Alley, number one. Okay, blank is the key to brilliance. Fill Uh, it in and tell me who said it. Simplicity by Bruce Lee. Simplicity by Bruce Lee. I thought I thought that was that was a a, a shoe in for you, but it's so it's so powerful. Now, when I see the word simplicity, okay, here's here are some words for me that kind of come to mind and came to mind as I read that. One and a lot of them have have. A rhythmic quality, a rhyming quality to the word simplicity. One is the word discipline. Mm-hmm. One is the word consistency, and one is the word difficult. Um, I think sometimes people mistake simplicity for for something that is easy. Um, right, sort, sort of speak to that a little bit, if you would, um, how much does discipline speak to you or consistency speak to you, or difficulty speak to you when you hear the word simplicity What, what do you think of when you, th- when you when you hear the word simplicity words
0: yeah, you know I, I think that for me and I think for the majority of people, like you said, the first word when you hear simplicity is easy, right, but that 's not necessarily true, you know I, I think that there is discipline in freedom, right? So for me personally, I need structure in my life. Otherwise, I feel like just I'm going every single direction at the same time and not really making any strides in any in any area. So, yeah, simplicity is something like, to me, I think that there's no reason to overcomplicate things, right? Stick to the basic principles that work and do them very well. You know, another, I'm a huge fan of Bruce Lee. Um, another one of his famous quotes is, I fear not the man who practice a thousand kicks, but the man who practice one kick a thousand times. Mm-hmm. So to me, that is simplicity, right? It's, it's about sticking to the tried and true and doing them efficiently and effectively and with confidence and conviction. Discipline. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Those th- That just transpires into every other area. You know, um, yeah, like I said, discipline, you, you, need, you need to have discipline. You need to have structure. And in that, especially for me, I can finally feel like at ease. You know, because I, I tend to just go into a hole if... I don't have that structure. you know, I feel like I'm like not, not, I'm not progressing. So then I'm like, all right, well, if I'm not progressing, then what the hell am I doing with myself? <laughs> <laughs> right, right.
1: Yeah, I just think that we, we, or not we as people, or at times, I should say from personal experience, see the word simplicity and we think it just happened overnight. Mm-hmm. I think we, there is a process to get to simplicity that can be difficult. If we look up, look up at the ceiling right now in the room that we're in, we see a light bulb. Made by a man, invented I should say, but by a man that it took him a thousand, two thousand times to perfect. Right. right. So history has told us that simplicity, it's a process to get there. Absolutely. And, and, and that, it can be difficult. But uh, the structure that you provide for yourself is, uh, I'm sure, a product of years and years and years of trial and error.
0: Yeah, yeah, most certainly. Most certainly, especially with, you know, the diet and the training and really with anything in life, you know, your business, your relationships, you know, I mean, <laughs> as uh, as being married, you know, I, I know that there are certain things that I don't say anymore because I'm like, All right, this is not going to end well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was telling a quote, quote to a colleague. We are going over some of our favorite quotes. But I think when you, from what you just said, a quote comes to mind. Drawing on my power of language... I said
0: nothing. (laughs) Yes, we have one mouth and two ears for a reason. For a
1: reason. For a reason. Yeah. Again, uh, simple quotes that can sometimes difficult to employ at times um, in relationships and, of course, in our our training as well. Nick, you are one for one in what, which, and where. Let's see if we can't keep the streak alive. I'm off to a good start. You certainly are. Quote number two. We have freedom of speech, but we have to watch... What we say. Hmm. I have it no kind of goes idea. off of what you just said with relationship with your wife. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea who said that, actually. We have freedom of speech, but you have to watch what you say. Uh, someone I think that you know of, uh, it's a totally different realm than Mr. Bruce Lee, but I'll say it one more time so everybody can hear it. We have freedom of speech, but you have to watch what you say, for there are consequences sometimes. Dot, dot, dot.
0: Yeah, whoever said it is, is a very brilliant man. I don't know who it is, though. I think you would think that. That is Mr. Tracy Morgan. Ah, Tracy Morgan. Tracy. All right, my man. Your man. Uh, what has what, what uh, attracted you to him throughout the years? Um, you know what? I've always known of him, but just recently we started watching this show, The Last OG, and it is hysterical. So for those who've never seen the show, I'm not going to give away too much, but he's... Um, he was a drug dealer in the past. He gets arrested, goes away to prison for 15 years, gets out and goes back to his old neighborhood in Brooklyn where he's from. And as soon as he steps off the bus, he's looking around and he sees um, you know, a whole bunch of hipsters and white girls walking around. And he's like, what the fuck happened to Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that, you know, being from Brooklyn myself. And the show, the show is just hysterical. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, I think they just started season two. And it's just laugh out loud funny. I love it. Is it Netflix? Is it on Netflix? I watched it on Netflix. It's actually a TBS show. So I was stunned to to see that there's a TBS show because like how the fuck are they saying what they're saying on TBS, right? (laughs) But I guess there's a edited version and then there's the uncut episodes. So everything on Netflix is uncut. And then on TBS, I guess you can watch it either uncut or the edited version. But, yeah, it's it's so funny, man. Definitely a must-see. The last OG, Tracy Morgan.
1: Man, this is uh, and then I guess off of this, I'm reading my, my notes here. We'll go into to dialogue and back into your, your, your fitness career. How important is dialogue with your clients when you're training them?
0: So – I would say of the utmost importance, you know, because you have to, first of all, you have to be able to communicate effectively, right? Um, I need to be able to communicate to my clients what it is that we are working on, right? Like if I say, okay, take this weight and do a squat, some people don't really know what that means, right? Mm. Um, Or, you know, they don't know how to do it properly. So I need to be able to communicate effectively and efficiently and my clients need to be able to communicate to me. Um, you know, what, what's going on physically for them, you know, and, um, you know, today my, my knee's bothering me, um, you know, my elbow. So, you know, I need to be aware of these things so we can, you know, work out properly and, and work towards fixing these issues that are going on, you know, and, and just loosening up everything. Um, and, you know, personal training, too, it's it's a very, um, you, you form a very close Bond and close knit relationship with your clients. You know, I mean, you're seeing these people um, a couple times a week for you know about an hour every time, and um, you know they they really find that they can confide in you. You know, I mean, I am a lot of times more of a uh, therapist than a personal sure trainer. trainer. <laughs> sure thing. You know, so people, you know, it, it it you you have to create a space where people can feel safe and comfortable, and you know this is their time to just like vent and and let it all out you know i mean whenever i have clients that come into me and they're like you know i i'm so pissed off this this and this is going on i'm like all right good let's take it out on the weights you know let's let's use this aggression in a positive way so it's 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 a great way to you know just get out your frustration and get out that stress you know it's it's a necessary outlet for people you know
1: it, it definitely is and i don't think i uh, really realized that maybe you know growing up when i was uh, training in in high school i don't think i realized how much uh, my trainer Played my psychologist until you know I came here and I've seen you train tons of clients and my brother trained tons of clients clients and I have to say that I'm eavesdropping on the conversation but I kind <laughs> of am and I, I walk out thinking sometimes like yeah Billy and, and and Nick are they really are psychologists in a lot of ways uh, because oftentimes. Clients come to you and they talk about stuff that has really nothing to do with with um, the their routine, but it's essential to know what's going on mm-hmm. on with them so you can get the most out of them in that session and I think a better question would have been not, not necessarily dialogue but communication with your clients yes from the absolutely. time from the time they enter enter the, the the space here the time they start their workout mm-hmm. how can you get the most out of them and I think Again, like you said, that personal relationship is so so important. Absolutely, letting you know, letting them know that you that you care. Okay, so all right, one for two, <laughs> one for two. Uh, thank you, Tracy Morgan, for spawning such a uh, a deep conversation through that. And we'll go, we'll go. Third quote goes like this: Positive thoughts might not always work, but negative thoughts will kill you.
0: Hmm. I, I don't know that one either. I'm failing miserably at this.
1: I that you're not failing. I know that you're an, you're an avid reader, and I thought maybe you you would have, um, you might have come across that, but it uh, got it from the book Mind Jim, Gym. Mind Jim, um, and it was written I think in the year 2008. And I forget, I didn't write down the author here, but I've read it, um, and that's one of the many things that I've that I've taken um, from that book. And part of that line is in is in a poem in, in, in the book that I. Um, had published a a couple of years back. But again, positive thoughts might not always work, but negative thoughts will kill you. I guess, what if I ask you, are you more into positive thinking or positive self-talk as as a a personal trainer?
0: Uh, Uh, That's a very good question. Um, I would say that you definitely need to do both. I tend to just do positive thinking and you know what, that doesn't always work. You know, I I think that, um, you know, there's, there's always, there's always been, you know, um, affirmations, right? Like that's not something that's new, but I think that there's a lot of power to affirmations and just reassuring yourself, you know, that, um, you are capable, you are good enough, you know? So I think that you definitely need that self talk. Um, and you know, Talking with you right now, this is something I'm going to implement in my daily routine uh, a little bit more going forward. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's of the utmost importance. You know, I mean, uh, I feel like we all struggle from time to time with you know different issues, and sometimes we feel like, man, like you know, am I am I good enough for this? Am I you know am I able to do this? Am I able to take this on? And the answer should always be yes, if it's you know, the right fit, if it's something you really want to do. You know, Realistically, I feel like, right? Yeah, exactly. I feel like you know, if there's something that you want to do, you should go ahead and do it. You know, th- there's no reason why you should hold yourself back ever.
1: No question. But next question. So thinking about positive th- self-talk and positive thinking, if somebody slams a pizza in front of you right now, <laughs> what are you going to tell yourself or think of to get yourself away and not ingest <laughs>
0: Um, I'm just going to devour re- yes, I'm just going to devour re-
1: What would you recommend?
0: Yeah, so um, I recommend... <laughs> <laughs> what I would do when I recommend the different things, right? What I recommend is everybody have a system. I'm all about systemizing your life, right? So for me, um, a good system that works excellent is um, I will eat clean 80% of the time, right? So, Or I'm sorry, 90% of the time. So... If you break it down, if you have an average of three meals a day, seven days a week, that's 21 meals in a week, right? So 90% of that, let's just round it up to three meals or make up the 10% where you can have whatever you want. So if you can stick to that system where, okay, today is Wednesday while we're recording this right now, um, I haven't had any cheat meals yet today, so I'm going for that pizza. Ah. But that means now that I have two meals left, I'm going to use them wisely. So I know that this Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday night, uh, we have a, a little function we're going to. So I'm going to save another meal for that. And then someday we're getting together with some family as well. So I'm saving my third meal for that. So that's how I like to systemize my approach to diet. Um, And I find that it works out very well. And, you know, especially with my clients in the past, too, like, oh, yeah, you know, I never thought about doing it that way, you know, because I feel like a lot of times um, we tend to develop poor views towards food, right? We develop a unhealthy relationship with food where it's like, I love pizza, but my body doesn't, you know, it's going to make me fat, So it's like, we we tend to shame ourselves sometimes where it's like, I'm going to eat this pizza, but I feel like shit afterwards, but it's like, ah, fuck it. It tastes so good. I'm just going to do it anyway. (laughs) I'm definitely guilty of that. (laughs) But you know, you have to, you have to develop like a healthy balance with, with everything and diet included to that, you know? So nobody's ever saying, don't ever eat this ever again, because when we tell ourselves that we want it more so than ever. But if we tell ourselves, "Okay, I'm going to eat this within reason," well, that's a, a totally different ballgame.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simplicity is the key to brilliance. Exactly. And I think if you're listening. I think you completely understood that. It's it's it, it's simple. You're breaking down every week into 21 meals, and and 18 of them need to be top notch, and then three you can you can quote unquote let it eat. That's
0: right. <laughs> let
1: it eat. Let it eat. You know, although you're one out of three, I think in in all the the, the episodes that we that i've that I've had so far, I think we got the most out of that segment um, in, in in recent memory in terms of uh, of quality discussion and not just the quote itself. But again, that quote was "positive thoughts might not always work, but negative thoughts will kill you." <laughs> okay. okay, so we referenced before um, books. You're an avid reader. Could you give our listeners maybe? three books that you'd recommend um that we we would read in the near future
0: absolutely so um i'm currently rereading um how to win friends and influence people i think that is a must read for everybody um whether you want to improve your business your relationships whatever because it talks about the golden rule right which is you know do unto others as you would want done to you um I feel like so many people go through life just talking down to other people or, you know, letting ego get the best of them and you know, the bottom line is when it comes to business, people and and even outside of business, you you want to interact with people that you like, right? So if you're if you're doing business with somebody that you absolutely can't fucking stand, you're gonna you're gonna, you know, not want to do it at all. Every time you gotta talk to this person, like, ah, shit, I gotta call with this guy, or ah, man. But if if you're if you're nice to people, then it's like it, it changes everything, you know. So that that book is a must read for everybody. If you haven't read it, um, I like to read it, you know, twice a year just to it really ingrain it into my brain. Um, and what's
1: the who's the author?
0: Um, That is a good question. I actually have it right there. Okay, he's gonna reach over. over. He's
1: got a little, little, little uh, bunch of papers here. I didn't see. (laughs) Reaching over the desk, pulls out a book.
0: Okay. All right, Dale Carnegie. I should have known that. Dale Carnegie, (laughs) and the book again is How to Win Friends and Influence People. Okay. Yeah, people do business with others that they know, like, and trust. Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you, we we earn money from other people, Mm -hmm. right? So be nice to other people, and they'll give you money. (laughs) <laughs> because we all collect money. Exactly. We all collect money. Okay. Any other books? Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. How to Win Friends, Influence People. Um, so I think another excellent business book is The Education of Millionaires. That was actually one of the first books that I've ever read outside of school voluntarily, right? Um, I had heard about it from a uh, fitness, um, call him a guru, so to speak. And he had said, you know, you have to read this book. Um, You have to read, period. Otherwise, you're a dumb shit. And that really resonated with me because I was always a horrible student. Um, I did just enough just to get by all throughout my life. And, you know, once I read that book, it just changed the game for me. You know, it it really opened up my mind to... um, enjoying learning you know I always associated learning with uh, I got to sit in this classroom and listen to this teacher talk my ear off for you know eight hours a day whereas with reading books it's like you know you get to read what you actually want to read and what interests you so exactly. that book really just exactly. opened up everything to me um, it's all about um, millionaires and billionaires who dropped out of school or never went to school and made a fortune by just helping people Right, that's what it's all about. So that book is another one that's a must-read, and uh, I'm trying to think if there's another one. There's so many books that I've read. How to win friends and influence people, (laughs) and um, I forget the author's name. I can uh, I can send it over to you. We'll put 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 it in. in,
1: We'll put it in the uh, the link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: And another great book too that I read a while ago is called um, The Obstacle Is the Way. Oh yes, you read that? Yes, Matt Holiday. Yes. Yes, exactly. That that was excellent. You know, at the time. Uh, reading that book, I I really didn't have like, you know, too many uh, obstacles or issues that I was facing at the time. Like, you know, life was very easy and and going well. And I remember thinking to myself, man, I I wish I had some shit going on that I could just like, just fire me up.
1: Yeah. Right. (laughs) Talked about Abraham Lincoln and It goes through stories in history, right? Exactly. All about
0: stoicism and yeah, it's a great read. Free
1: read clear mind steady hands exactly what i think comes to mind is what will people think what will people see when they open you up, up? air iron or bullshit <laughs> <laughs> that um, i'm i you know i have a, a, a coaching and teaching notes and that's part of part of what's in there and there are probably about 38 bullet points from that book. I got it on Audible, um, just this past winter and would, would go out for walks and, and at you know, 7, 30 o'clock at night in the middle of January. Why? So I could listen to this, this book for, for about 10 or 12 minutes. <laughs> nice. And it's a thing of beauty. The obstacle is the way. Matt Holiday. Un- unreal. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Excellent suggestions here. We're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up with, with this question. Yeah, we us wrap it up this way. We know all heroes don't wear a cape. If you had the opportunity to, to have a, take a car ride with one of the following two people, who would it be and why? Would it be Bruce Lee or would it be Tracy Morgan?
0: <laughs> oh, man, um, that is a very tough decision. I feel like I could learn a lot about life in general with Bruce Lee. Well, Tracy Morgan, we would just have a hell of a time, so I'm going with Tracy Morgan. Oh, man. Tracy Morgan,
1: <laughs> <laughs> would you survive the car ride? <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> you, you, you might force you to do something or tell jokes, or who the heck knows. And same, same with Bruce Lee, you never know he could have you um, doing some, some uh, high, energy, high- energy moves during the car ride <laughs> that you didn't sign up for, but I think in either way, I think you'd learn a lot about a lot about people from both of them. Yes, because absolutely. obviously they are, um, they are excellent. Communicators, in, in both in different and their own ways. Uh, yeah, right. We, we found over time. So uh, to wrap it up, um, I got this from another podcast I've been listening to. Empty your pockets. I, I don't mean I, I don't mean that literally, but if you want to, as we collect, because <laughs> I collect money, but figuratively speaking, do you have any more advice from for our listeners about life? fitness, anything in general?
0: Yeah, just uh, just continue to evolve and grow in, in every single way. Um, I would say, you know, just set realistic, attainable, small goals in the three most important areas of your life, which are your health and fitness, your relationships, and your business. And if you continue to hit those small, attainable goals... Um, they will snowball into very big results. So that's, that's my advice.
1: That's audio gold right there. <laughs> that is audio gold. Nick, this has been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Fox. Appreciate being here. You betcha. That will wrap up episode 43 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Nick and I will talk to you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have.